one of the most important tools or one of the most important aspects of learning ne? yeah is unlearning because if you don't unlearn certain things this means you never have time to introspect yourself time to reinvent in yourself because you think that whatever you know is enough yeah and sometimes whatever you know can be able to make danger in your life can be able to put you in danger in your life not in physical way but in progressive or in productive way where you you don't get productive because you've always used one method and one method only yeah. and then sometimes you need to unlearn what you think is the best lesson for you to learn the greater one mm. so i always tell people that unlearn as much as you can as much as you learn and learn certain things mm. because with unlearning you have now a room to learn more Welcome back to yet another amazing episode of your favorite podcast of all time, Sakina Speaks. Last week, we had the absolutely inspirational change pioneer, the one and only Tommy Bruce Makubela. Today, he's back again, and he's not only going to be telling us about how to be a change pioneer, but how to see yourself as a brand. Remember, the only way to be an asset to those around you is to be aware of who you are, what you can do, and to just maximize your strength and positively impact those around you. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Tom Bruce. Hi there, people. Nice to be back home. Uh, <laughs> I call this home now because uh, last week was fun and uh, we had so much to talk about. So yeah, really, really excited to be here again. Thank you so much for having me again, Sakina. It is such a pleasure. It was a pleasure and will always be. I was absolutely impacted by last week's episode. You know, it's funny because while, while you're recording this episode, you know, you're trying to get through questions. You're trying to, to really make the episode as wholesome as possible. But sometimes you just get caught off guard and you start getting into the content. You start really getting into the gist of it all and you get lost in what the guest is saying because it's music to your ears. It's just feeding your soul and you're just growing, you know, through the episode. So I'm super grateful for having you on once again. No, I'm really, really happy and excited to be here again. Thank you. Now getting right into it. Last week, we spoke about the importance of investing in your community and the people around you and just being a great asset and contribution to your environment. Now, this week, we're speaking about brand awareness and being aware of yourself as a brand. Now, many of us have the misconception that, you know, brands are only your, for example, your McDonald's uh, to your, you know what I'm talking about? They, they, these established companies and et cetera. But we're here to debunk the myth that you as a person, you as Sakina Shabani, you as Tom Bruce, you are a brand. And who better to speak to than the very one and only social entrepreneur, Tom Bruce. Now, Tom, please tell us, most people don't understand that they themselves are brands. Just explain to us, please, you know, in simple terms, what exactly is a brand and what is the importance of seeing and understanding yourself as a person, as a brand? You know, when you speak of a brand, a lot of people tend to mistaken it or tend to confuse themselves or contradict themselves rather. Exactly. And, and the gist of it all. A brand is a story. Yes. As simple as it. You know, a brand is something that you can affiliate with. It's something that you can relate to. 
mm-hmm. a Nike shoe. You're not buying a logo. Mm-hmm. You're not buying how it looks or whatever. That that comes after. But you relate to the story that I see myself rocking this because it will match with my outfit and what and whatnot. So that on its own becomes a story that you are owning. You know, yes. so having to to then define a brand. I always say a brand is a story. It depends on how you sell it or it depends how you present it to the others in terms of if they need to buy it or they need to remember and live the the the, the story of your brand. That's that's a great way to put it. Now, how does one then develop that brand awareness because you have it and I started adapting this to my lifestyle and understanding that wait, but Sakina Speaks is a brand great, but Sakina Shabani is a brand as well. And this person represents something. And just like you said very beautifully there, you tell a story and this story will either be relatable to people or not relatable to people, depending on how I present myself. And most importantly, a certain group of people should be able to relate to that story for it to be not necessarily valid, but for it to be a thing. So how do you then develop that awareness, you know, and gain that understanding that I'm a brand and I need to carry myself as one? I think it comes with always keeping in mind the impact you leave on others, you know, and remember that we all have a reputation of our own and that on its own is your brand. Yes. So how you make us feel, Sakina Speaks is a podcast, but if we can take Sakina Speaks out of Sakina's life, who is Sakina? Yes. And how are the people around you talking about you? How are the people around you feel when they are with you? You know, that is your brand. And then you are in charge of doing that because all your work, all that you believe in, all your values, all that you stand for, all that you you campaign for, that defines who you are. That's how you develop your brand, by being mindful to how you impact others and how your space of people or the people closer to you feel whenever they have you. Now, brands are a dime a dozen. You know, brands are everywhere. I mean, there's seven plus billion people on this planet. How, how do you think one can then make themselves stand out or, or truly unforgettable? How do, you, how do you make yourself memorable as a brand? Yo, uh, as I've said, to me, it always comes with one thing, positivity, you know, mm. because in positivity, you are able to impact others, you understand? Yes. You can be a singer. More than anything, we, we love your songs. Uh, we love how your beat sounds and stuff, but the message is mm. it positive enough to impact me. In a way, I then resonate with that, relate with the story that you're telling me. I then feel this is meant for me. So that is how you 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 then become mindful of the brand that you you can be. And it always goes to positivity and then the impact that you have on others. Whatever that you do, whatever that when when first people will think of you, they will think of the podcast, right? Yes. That Sakina speaks. You know, I've I've listened to so many people that came through as guests. I love how Sakina conducts the interviews. I love the people that she brings. I've learned a lot. That on mm. its own becomes your brand saying you are in charge of bringing guests that can be able to make others feel better about themselves, mm-hmm. learn more about themselves. That on its own becomes your trademark. That on its own becomes your brand. That Sakina, Sakina, her network, the people that she speaks with, how she talks, how she carries herself is something that is also of good nature and it impacts me to become a better person. And there you go. You have a brand. Mm. To an extent, how do you control the way people view your brand? Because I think some people, many of us fall into the trap of allowing other people define our brand based on, you know, how, yeah. how they perceive you to be or et cetera. How do you then control your brand to the greatest extent and define it based on, you know, your values and your core story? You know, with a brand, you don't advertise yourself. You are not in charge of that. How do you want people to remember you? Are you going to be, that told me that, ah, he was a nuisance, this one. He didn't have 
anything of value in his life. He didn't achieve anything. He didn't become a good person to people. Or yeah. become a person that would say, yo, through that guy, I've learned to start a company. Through that guy, I've learned how to become great in the community and also do great things for themselves. So you are in control of that because of the works that you do daily. And you need to be focused in establishing yourself to say, this is how I'm planning on impacting. And you need to keep up with consistency because it's not as easy for people to remember you. But always yeah. the question that you need to have is, how do I want people to remember me when I leave this earth? And that way, you'll be able to control your brand. Mm. Now, we all have, you know, talents, gifts, etc. And most of the time, it's predominantly what makes up your brand. In your case, it's your ability to come up with some of the most creative ideas that can truly sell in every sense of the word. It's giving back to your community and just doing great charitable works that empower and impact on people's lives positively and make them, you know, believe in themselves and make them greater people. Now, how do you then think, you know, please share three tips with us of how you can successfully sell your brand in inverted commas. So sell, whether it be something that you're making and it's a product and here you are, this is your business and you're selling it or as a person. I think number one is be genuine, you know, mm. stay authentic. Don't try to be another DJ school. Don't try to be another Bonang. Absolutely. Don't try to be another Jay-Z or Beyonce, but be a Sakina, be a Tommy, you mm. know, and that on its own will be able to help you blossom in, in your space where you are, you where, where you are planted, you know, to become that flower that people can be able to resonate with so that's number one two i would say stay consistent in whatever that you choose to be stay consistent in that yeah stay consistent keep up the work five ways of reinventing yourself learn and unlearn as much as you can be teachable at all times and stuff but one thing you need to know don't do this today because you feel good and tomorrow when you don't feel when you don't feel good you feel like nah I'm not going to do it. You need mm -hmm. to do it through the bad and you need to do it through the good as well. So you need to stay consistent. Number three, lastly, be ready to fail. Mm. You know, we as young people are afraid of failing. And then we, we, we feel like failure is the end of it all. I always say that fail means first attempt in learning. And then it doesn't matter how many times you attempt. But if you fail, this means you still have a good opportunity to learn. Yes. So you need to learn as much as you can. You will be rejected, looked down on, you know. Don't ever be afraid to ask if you need to ask. Do not ever be afraid to try because yes. you feel like I've tried this, I've tried that, I've tried that and people think I'm trying too much or I'm not achieving what I want to achieve. Hey, don't be afraid of, of failing. Fail as much as you can until you get it right. So those are my three tips. Never be afraid to fail. That's something that another guest of mine actually said. And he actually started a watch company. So like an authentic premium watch brand, which is, well, at the time of this podcast, it would have already launched. And so he said, you know, don't be afraid to fail as well and fail often. Just as you said, just tying in just to show you the kind of people I bring onto this podcast, because not only do I want you guys to be motivated as my listeners, but I want to build myself up as well. So I wouldn't bring on content that wouldn't be impactful in a positive way to you because I'm consuming Absolutely. this as well. <laughs> yes. So yeah. just as you said, I just remember two things that at the time of this podcast, I had learned in the week just leading up to this time which was that it doesn't matter how bad you're feeling just because you're feeling bad doesn't mean you can't produce something that is great right yeah exactly and all the l's that we are taking they are not losses they are lessons so it's your yeah. choice 
to see it like yes. that and to yes. keep it moving and to never again make that mistake because it's only then that uh, then you then we know that no something is not okay but take the owl take that lesson and apply it to your life and move forward absolutely you know i always tell people that your mind is the most powerful resource that you'll ever find mm. you know it's the most powerful tool and then a mind is like a garden whatever you plant is what you're going to see exactly you know so are you planting seeds of failure or are you planting seeds of success and mm. then remember that some other branches in your tree that won't produce as much fruit as the others mm. you understand so you need to be able to know that okay cool these other branches are not doing as good as the others or they are not doing good at all mm. cut them off so that you can be able to remain with the with the ones that produce fruit and then you take care of them you nurture them in all your best ability so that goes with skills as well if you have 10 skills and then you realize that the three is not helping you with anything, mm. unlearn those skills because you have said they're not helping you with anything. You've seen it. Nature the ones that are helping you achieve your next goal or whatever. And then in the three that you've eliminated, replace it with skills that you feel like can help you do better in life. Mm. So that's how it is. And it all starts in the mind. Once your mind is positive and you can be able to take care of your mind, you have won this battle culture. That's actually great that you mentioned because I, for one, I'm also someone who is very, not just skeptical, but afraid to let go of some of my skills. And it sounds funny even saying it like that, letting go of one of your skills, because you think all the things that I know right now and that I'm good at must amount to something, or these are the only skills yeah. that I need, or I know how to draw now. I'm definitely going to become the next Picasso or something. Can you please just tell us about the reality when it comes to having to change and adapt your brand? You know, we seldom, if not often, hold on to what we know right now, what we are comfortable with and what we understand, rather than trying to push limits and to see how far we can go. One of the most important tools or one of the most important aspects of learning ne? yeah, is unlearning. Because if you don't unlearn certain things, this means you never have time to introspect yourself, time to reinvent in yourself because you think that whatever you know is enough. Yeah. And sometimes whatever you know can be able to make danger in your life, can be able to put you in danger in your life, not in physical way, but in progressive or in productive way where you you don't get productive because you've always used one method and one method only. Yeah. And then sometimes you need to unlearn what you think is the best lesson for you to learn the greater one. Mm. So I always tell people that unlearn as much as you can, as much as you learn, unlearn mm. certain things. Mm. Because with unlearning, you have now a room to learn more. Exactly. You get my point. Yeah. That is how you then can be able to reinvent yourself, can be able to work on your brand, can be able to be teachable because we're still here. We still are learning. I mean, I'm learning as much from you. I'm learning from your guests who are coming into to your podcast. I listen Thank to your you. podcast. I read books. <laughs> you know, I'm skeptical with what I watch on TV, with what I listen to because I'm learning and I'm unlearning certain things. Yeah. You know? And then I think a lot of people are afraid of being rebellious to what seems to be working to other people. Absolutely. Something doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for you. Don't be afraid to rebel against it. Yeah. You know, if it has worked in your family for your uncle, your father, your grandfather, and it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. It's okay. Don't say I'm doing it because, yeah, it is okay. Don't say I'm doing it because my uncle and father and great father have been doing it for years. I think that is one of the things that I've managed to call myself a generational curse breaker. Mm. You know, 
because in my life, I'm dismantling a lot of things. There's a lot of stereotypes that we grew with as young black people, mm. you know, and then some don't make sense. Some really don't make sense. You know, you would go and then you find yourself it's raining and then your mom will say, don't walk in the rain because it's raining. You'll yeah. be hit by lightning. I've <laughs> never seen someone being hit by lightning. Why, why do I have to believe it? Why? Yeah. Why? Tell me why. You know, so we are afraid of unlearning things because we feel like these things have been working for years. Why do I have to bring certain things? So I'm not saying unlearn everything. I'm saying unlearn certain things. And then in, in that way, you find creative ways to be better. You find creative ways to work on your brand because if you're unlearning certain things, it gives you an opportunity to look at it in another angle. Be open-minded at all times to see other perspectives as well. Exactly. So then ladies and gents do take note of that as one of the most important things when it comes to not just being a brand and defining yourself as a brand, but being a person. I, for one, am someone that is unlearning this because I was just always very steadfast in my ways in inverted commas. My parents had taught me certain things. I knew certain things due to experience and due to like family members experience and stuff like that. And I felt that deviating or rebelling, just as Tommy said, was absolutely like taboo and I felt like my entire world would fall apart if I was even to to listen to other people who who had differing views to me now when I look at it or, or I look back on that time or when I look back at when I actually allowed myself to break out of that shell and to be exposed to to new things to new people to new perspectives it's actually been a really beneficial thing because you can't try and change a world you don't know or don't understand and so you need to be open-minded you need to give other people a chance and even if you're not going to accept everything just like Tommy said you don't have to unlearn every skill you don't have to take everything from the world because then you you, I mean you're losing yourself it defeats the purpose but do take the time to open yourself up to new things and in that you will grow now what are some of the mistakes that some people make then when creating and selling themselves as a brand especially in light of you know stereotypes all these misconceptions what do you think are some of the mistakes that people make when they're trying to define who they are. They're trying to be something that is already existing. They're trying mm. to be the better someone. What else they're supposed to be the better self, you know? Yes. If, if, if there's anything that you need to be in competition with is yourself. Don't be in competition with Sakina because Sakina has had seven podcasts in a month and you feel like you're going to do 10. Do 10 <laughs> because you want to do 10. Yes. You know, don't do 10 because you want to compete with Sakina. Mm. Yeah, they're now not running your race. Mm. You understand? But if you stay in your lane and say, okay, Sakina's done podcast, I'm inspired. Um, I'm also going to do podcast. Maybe I'm going to do podcast in music. You're, invent- you're inventing something that you feel it resonates with you. It's telling your story because you're a music lover and stuff. But mm. if you are going to have a podcast because Sakina is having a podcast, shame, man. Shame. <laughs> you won't be able to keep up. That's, that's a mistake uh, that I, I definitely yeah. agree with. Many of us are not able to keep up with what we've started because you are building on someone else's dream. It was never your destiny to be that person. Mm-hmm. But here you are trying to mm-hmm. build on a foundation that is not even yours. So what about not believing in yourself or not believing in your brand? What do you say to people who do not believe in themselves or in their brands? For example, you know how we have uh, some of these opportunities, these business opportunities where you're able to be a sales rep or an ambassador for a certain company and you you tasked to sell certain products and distribute them. Mm. It's not necessarily your brand or anything, or even if it was your brand, more especially. What do you say then or what do you have to say to people who do not believe 
in that brand or do not believe in what they're doing at that time then th- that is not a mistake that's that's a choice mm. you know that's a bad choice that you're doing because you can't want to invent something that you don't believe in it how is the next person going to do it mm. you know it's a bad thing to do it's a bad habit you know if you feel like you're going to invent a speaker make sure it's a speaker that you're also going to buy yeah if you feel like you are selling roses make sure it's roses that you want to see every time you walk into your kitchen Mm. You know, don't just sell things because you want money or you want to sell things because you feel like you also want to be seen as an entrepreneur and stuff mm. or whatever the case may be. You know, do things because you love them at all times. And when, when, when you love something, you believe in it. Yes. You know, don't, don't do something that you feel like uh, existing, but I can do better, as I've said. No, mm. do something because you love it. Always do something that you love and it will love you back. Absolutely. That's that's a great way to see it and to put it. If you do something that you love, it will love you back. It's true because most of us are chasing money, to be honest. Life is hard and it's rough. We are all experiencing the pandemic. We're all experiencing lockdown and everything. But it still isn't justified for us to just keep chasing money because if you don't make money work for you and you work for money, then it's it's just a downhill slope to a very bad and lonely place. So take Tommy's advice and do the right thing and do what you love. Exactly. That's simply it. You know, when you don't do something that you love, Sakina, you you're going to run out of steam. You are going to be singing a Teddy Pendergrass song in my time soon enough, mm. you know, because you don't have passion. Your your craft is not rooted in passion. Your mm. craft doesn't have a purpose to fulfill you. But if you are passionate about something and when, when it's your purpose, you believe in it. Mm. You understand? And then when you believe in it, you love it. Absolutely. So if, if you don't do something that you love, you're cheating yourself. I've heard a lot of people complain saying they're not loving their jobs they're just there for the salary they're cheating mm. themselves as family members as whoever we will love we'll love the salary because that's what you bring on the table because those, those are the packs at, at the end of the day we are only there for for the upside but we are not there on the downside when you have to face your boss or when you have to face your your job simply because you decided to not do what you love i understand that in unemployment is, is a very big case in in, in our country right now Right. Mm. But like myself, I've resigned in a job that left me empty. And not that I, I, I resigned to and, and I had a plan figured out that my next income is going to come here. I'm not encouraging people to resign at their jobs. I'm just saying yeah. that sometimes doing what you don't love is cheating yourself while yeah. paying checks, Akina to reinvent in my craft and work on my goals because that's what I love. And yeah. I've never been happier. I've never been happier. The day I resigned at work, I also couldn't believe in it. But the freedom that it came with, it has really put me in a spot where I have all time to focus on me. And then I can I have all time to invent something that I love and that I want to live on this earth. I want it to be my legacy. Mm. So it's important to do something that you love. It's really Always. important. Always. Going back to what Tommy said about not having steam, it's the absolute truth. It's so many times, times without number where I need to record an episode. I had work earlier on, school is on the side and everything. But when I get onto that mic, I'm telling you, I don't know where the energy comes from. Of course, it comes from God. And I'm just refreshed. I'm revitalized. I'm there. I'm in the moment and I'm loving it. And if you are doing something that doesn't give you that very same stretch of, you know, that, that 
boost of energy because you're doing something that you absolutely enjoy and you love, then it's a sad, sad story. Like Switch said in the previous episode, it's a sad story. Obviously, not all of us are privileged to even have the boldness at the time, you know, like Switch did to quit that job. And perhaps it's not even your story. You know, it's not even your life. Again, it goes back to understanding who you are and your journey and, and, you know, the, the vision that you have for your life. Perhaps for you, it's, it's to stay in that job and to find that courage and to muster all of that strength and whatever, and perhaps redefine that job. You know, maybe that's, that's, that's you. Perhaps you, your time is coming and that dream is just being made clearer within your heart and that passion is just being made to grow. Do not go and quit your job. This is not what we are here for. Also, sometimes, Sakina, you could find yourself that you are born to become a great manager. Yes. You are born to become a great supervisor. You are born to become a great CEO, lawyer, a teacher, whatever. And that comes with employment. Mm. Not everybody's going to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody is born to be a businessman. What I'm saying is that do what you love. In also in your profession, find something that you love. In within you, finding something to settle in. Always look into something that you love. Always. And try to, to invest in that. If, let's say, for example, you, you want to be an accountant so bad. So, so, so bad, but you, you are working maybe as a food packer or as a clothes packer at Edgar's or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Do not lose your dream. Do not, do not lose your dream of being an accountant because your circumstance doesn't define accountancy. Mm. But instead, find the trends that, that uh, make good accountants. Mingle with accountants. That relationship with accountants. Learn more about accountancy than anybody else can learn about. Mm. And then move to doing what you love swiftly by believing in yourself and knowing exactly what you want to be. I didn't say people must resign. Please, don't <laughs> resign your job. You had to me say you resigned. No, mm. no, no, no. I resigned to do what I love. Mm. You also at your job can work and upskill yourself to become what you want to be. Mm. It is always possible. It may take you some time, but it's possible. Exactly. And that job could be the stepping stone that you need to do what you love. Just like uh, the example he gave about the accountancy. Well, you might be a food packer, you might be a clothing packer, whatever the case may be, but maybe that money is what's going to fund that dream. Maybe, you know, that's the money that you're going to use to pay for that degree, to pay for whatever that, you know, you need to become the person that you want to be and to do that thing that you love. So it's all about patience and understanding your journey and understanding who you are. Don't take steps based on somebody else's dream, man. You're going to wake up and it's not going to be a funny story. That's true. Now switch once again, we are here at the end of this beautiful road and it's unfortunate, but just to close, can you put a time frame on the growth of your brand? There's no time frame. Mm. As, as much as you are breathing, you need to do something closer to your dream. Every second is important to you having to establish yourself. And it's never too late. It's never too soon. Mm. So I won't say I've mastered my personal brand now or I, it took me five years to master my personal brand. Maybe understanding mm. then is. So there's different elements to this. Finding my brand may, might have taken me some time understanding my brand understanding what my brand means to someone else as something that maybe can take me forever so there's not really a lifetime as much as you're still breathing make sure that you're doing something closer to achieving your goals and being the best you so that you can leave the legacy that you 
all want us to remember you for. You couldn't have said it better. We have come to the end of our episode, as I said before. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us, Switch. Thank you so much for having me, man. I truly appreciate it. I can do this over and over and over again. <laughs> I've learned a whole lot. I've really learned a whole lot. And guys, this is such a privilege because some of the stuff, you know, people pay him to, to get this kind of insight and this info, but you're getting it all for free right here on Sakina Speaks. Absolutely. So please do continue tuning in. It has been an amazing time and I'm super, super excited for what the future holds. Can't wait to have him back on, you know, after Black Bank has established after all of these you know projects campaigns have gone global because that's exactly where he's going this one movie i watched the the guy actually said you know what the sky is your starting point so ladies and gents let that be your motto let that be your new mantra and let it be something that you believe in and you absolutely work towards each and every single day something else i learned during uh, this lockdown period is that the fool is not the one who failed but the one who didn't try don't let that be you as switch said it's gonna be a very sad story thank you so much once again i hope you stay safe take care and continue trying to be the best version of your possible self. Sakina has spoken.